Welcome to I'm a Talk About It. I'm Alicia E., empowerment coach and ancestral healer, and I'm here to teach you how to break generational cycles, self-advocate, and ascend to happiness without the guilt of wanting a better life for yourself. You don't have to choose the same path as those before you. You can choose a better way, your way. Because if we can each heal ourselves today, we can heal the world tomorrow together. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 10. Woo! Today, we are going to talk about time, more specifically, when people say they don't have time, Um, (laughs) because it comes up almost every single day, even for myself, either with a client or with a friend or with family. And so I want to talk about how you can learn to get your time back just by learning to say no to say yes. And I'll explain what that means. But first, let's talk about why this is important to even talk about. Um, Aside from the fact, I won't go on a tangent about time not really existing. That's for another day. Time is used to coordinate our lives together to connect. That's kind of why it was invented, not kind of, it was. Um, And today, society measures their life based on time. And we also tend to give it a lot of power. And so I want to help people learn to take that power back. Um, Because time is just an idea. And when we put so much energy into something that doesn't exist, it's no it's no wonder that people are walking around like, I don't have time for this, or ain't nobody got time for that, and yada, 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 all of those things, right? Because time has become so embedded into our lives that we can't even realize that time isn't really a thing. Like, we can create time in a sense you can't see me but I'm doing air quotes but we can take responsibility for how we use time instead of misusing time so I have clients who come to me and say I don't have time for self-care I don't have time to eat better I don't have time for friends I don't have time for family I don't have time I do not have time and so the first thing I always like to remind people is that we are very powerful and like many of my other episodes the mind is a very powerful thing so if we tell our mind that we don't have time we believe it So then that becomes your truth. And then not just that, you start manifesting that you don't have time. So then time starts running away from you and you're just there trying to grasp it as much as you can. You can't grasp something, one, that doesn't exist, but two, you're chasing instead of staying in the present moment. So that is one of the first things I always like to remind people is that we have to be really mindful about how we speak about time and how we speak about our relationship to time. So if we say, I do have time, automatically you feel relieved, you feel unburdened, you feel like you have an option. 
And what you've essentially done is also taken responsibility and taking accountability for the decisions you make in relation to time. Because what usually happens if someone is not practicing accountability or responsibility with how they navigate the world, they generally will feel extremely overwhelmed, frazzled, exhausted, all of the things that usually (laughs) have us feeling really stressed out, right? Feeling like we don't have time. Um, If someone is not practicing responsibility, it's extremely stressful because how do you navigate life with something that's so abstract and yet has so much power over your life? Like how do you exactly do it? Like it's almost impossible when you think about it. So we've essentially created the impossible in front of us and then tried to get control of the impossible and then as you know it becomes a spiral so whenever you feel a moment to say like I don't have time for this or I need to do this I need to do that um, really reflect on where your time is going and if you're so heightened That if someone asks you, where are you spending all of your time and you can't fully answer or you don't know, journal about it. Maybe track your time or track your day and write down the time and see where you're spending most of it. And ask yourself, well, if you don't have time to take care of yourself, to eat better for your friends and family, to rest, then what do you have time for? And that can even point you in the direction of where you're misusing your time. You can usually answer it. And I'm sure if you think about it right now, you have an answer as well. So I want to get back to time driving you because I want I actually I want to share this story because I feel like it's super important there was a period of my life when I worked for a really large company and I went day to day to day to day running <laughs> chasing time like most people do it's what we're taught to do um be efficient be productive there's like productive morning trainings, productive blah, blah, blah. But who exactly is measuring productivity unless you're manufacturing? Like what for, right? Um, Well, I found myself waking up super early in the morning before it was light out, eating my food, rushing off to the gym, lifting, stretching, like getting my steps in, going to work, getting my steps in on lunch, like eating my lunch, No time for hanging out with people, stopping by the store, going home, and then becoming the giantest slug on the couch because I was spending all day running around in circles. But then a part of me was like, oh, I'm just so busy with work. I don't have time for anything else. And then on the weekends, it was like, oh, I don't feel like hanging out with my friends because work is just driving me into the ground. And it's like, oh, all of these things are just, ugh, ugh, all of this, uh, all of this stuff, right? Taking up so much of my time. But really, I was misusing my time. Like it wasn't the gym 
that was being like, Alicia, get your butt out of bed. Let's do this, right? It wasn't dragging me places. Like, yeah, I had to show up to work, but that was eight hours of the 24 hours. So like, what the hell was I doing for the other hours, (laughs) right? I was running around in circles. I was like not listening to myself. I wasn't slowing down to hear that I was tired. I wasn't filling my cup up spiritually and physically and mentally. I wasn't spending time with the people that I loved because I was chasing time. And it got so bad. There was a point when I had done like a trip to Europe And because of the time change, I was waking up earlier and I decided to use that time change to my advantage to get more time. Like it was out of control. Like I was like, okay, now I can wake up an hour or two earlier and do all the things that I wanted to do. But I wasn't like taking the time to do something restful. Like I was just jamming things in there. (laughs) Like I've got an hour, I'm going to jam this in there. I've got an hour, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to clean the house and I'm going to do all these things. Instead of asking myself like, how could I take care of myself with this extra time? Like instead of running off to the gym, how could I slow down and maybe meditate or watch the sun rise and not let my energy and my momentum take me through the day, but instead go through the day with intention and wisdom and patience and presence. Like I wasn't asking myself that. And the moment I did ask myself that, it uncovered a lot because I wasn't then just running around to run around. I was busying myself and I was feeling overwhelmed. And there was a part of me that felt like if I kept moving, I didn't have to think about what I actually needed or what I was actually going through. So... Instead of sitting with those feelings or being with those feelings, I would stay on my spin bike for an hour and a half or I would try to PR multiple times (laughs) or I would go to the grocery store a million times even if we were missing one ingredient. But when I began to slow down and tell myself I do have time, I just need to take responsibility for how I'm spending it. I immediately started to feel better. And I did it slowly. You know, one morning it wouldn't be going to the gym and rushing off to like go lift. It was, I'm going to go try a new yoga class. Or I'm I'm just going to go to the beach and sit in the car. Or I'm going to walk at the beach. Or... I'm going to lay in bed even if I'm awake or I'm going to drink some tea, whatever it was. I slowly, slowly, slowly began to get my time back and I wrote down everything that I did that day because 
there was also, as I uncovered when I slowed down, there was a deep fear that I would amount to nothing if I wasn't doing the extraordinary. Like if I was choosing to do nothing, then I would be nothing. And that would mean I was failing because I wasn't productive enough. I wasn't being a good wife at the time. I wasn't showing up to work and working hard. I wasn't an all-star. It would mean I was a failure. So I started in the morning with my journal and I would write down how amazing I felt just to be present, just taking that time, even if it was five minutes. And then I started to write down at nighttime how many amazing things I had done that day. And I could fill pages with everything I had done. I had never even thought I was accomplishing that much until I continued to write it down every single day because I needed that visual cue to tell me how I was using my time. So then I could learn to say no to overworking myself, to prioritizing my fears over my happiness. So what I eventually learned to do, and that's what I'm here to talk to you about, is I had to learn to say no so I could learn to say yes to myself. I had to learn to say no to working the extra hours at work just because I knew I could. I had to learn to say no to working out even if it meant I would leave one of those bubbles not filled in on my app. I would say no to waking up early if I didn't have to be there early or getting out of bed and cleaning up or straightening so I could say yes to something else. And so I invite everyone to really think about their time. How are you spending your time? Where are you being the most authentic? And where are you not being the most authentic? And I want you to ask yourself, like, if I had all of the time in the world, what would I do right now? Where would I go? Who would I see, if anything? What would I do? And that'll give you an answer to what you should do today or what you would like to do. Just try it. Take one step forward. And really reflect on if you have the urge to fill your day with many, 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 many things. Because 
the people who are also most burnt out are probably the ones who care the most about people and also care the most about what people think about them. So we have to learn to say no to that urge and to say no to other people's definitions of who we are and to say no to accepting their truth as our truths. So we can say yes to our authentic story, to what we want to do. And let me tell you, (laughs) ever since I started learning to say no in order to say yes to myself, I unlocked so many amazing things in my life. I would say no at work, which means I could leave on time and I could have dinner. I could go watch the sunset. I could take vacation whenever I damn well please (laughs) because I was saying no and saying yes to myself. And I've done this more and more and more. Every single year, it gets easier and easier and easier until... I said, no, I don't want to work anymore in a corporate setting. It's not for me. And I said, yes, I'm going to help people the way I want to help people. And here I am being my most authentic self, feeling the most happy. So if you have ever had a moment of, I don't have time, I I don't want to do this, pump the brakes. Because you absolutely do not have to do something you do not want to do. And sit with yourself and ask yourself why you're doing it. Why is it so hard to say yes to yourself? Is there a story that your parents or your caregivers or your friends or other family members have told you that is now your story but it's not really your truthful story? What are you believing that you have to do in order to survive? And again, some people, yes, maybe they don't have time because they're going back to back to jobs, right? Like that's a certain circumstance. But if you are not in that situation and you still feel overwhelmed, Start to work with yourself on learning to say no and connecting your body and your mind so you can learn the difference between an honest no and a dishonest no. And learn to train your body to tell you when something is a hell yes or a no. Because your body will tell you something long before you even realize it. Like your body was probably frazzled before you even said, I don't have time. By articulating you don't have time, that's just the end of your thread. That's you hanging on to whatever you're trying to grasp onto. So if we can connect our body to, this doesn't feel right for me, I'm not going to do it then you just said yes to yourself. And that is a healthy thing to do.
So continue to work with that mind-body connection so you can fully show up as yourself. And I guarantee you, you will automatically start getting your time back. Because at the end of the day, it's your life. Your life doesn't belong to time. If you're giving your life away to time, you're likely giving your life away to other things as well. So empower yourself, take responsibility for your actions, and then you will immediately begin to see time. Well, again, you can't see time, but you know what I mean. (laughs) You will get your time back because it's your life and nobody runs your life. So I hope that this was helpful, just a little chit-chat about learning to say no, to say yes to yourself, and to get your time back because you absolutely deserve it. If you have any questions or need any extra help or guidance, feel free to let me know. I am here to assist you. Thank you again for showing up for yourself, showing up for me, and showing up so we can help change the world together. And have an amazing rest of your week. Hey, if you're ready to ascend to happiness and live the life you've always wanted, join me in my Empowered Living Facebook group for socially conscious healers, witches, and spirituals. And sign up to get my free Empowered 5 Practices to Ascended Happiness Guide. It's helped others expand their consciousness and soar beyond sight, sound, and imagination in just one day. It's the catalyst you need to embrace your magic and change the world. Just click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the group next time.